0: Hi, this is Molly. And this is Shannon. And you're listening to the Mediocre Expectations podcast, episode four.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back uh, after our month long hiatus. I'm sure you're all super excited to hear our Dulcet Tones again. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you know, I guess we'll start with an update on our lives so that you all know that we weren't just freaking around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just messing just messing around, messing about.
1: Yeah having a walkabout or two How, who knows
0: <laughs> yeah we're, we're known for those we're known for a walkabout um with me personally i'm the problem right right here folks um finishing up first semester senior year and i just got a lot of social commitments and also i am still sick um so what i did today was i grabbed a beer i did a nutty pot and it's time to go ladies it is
1: time to podcast When you do a neti pot. When you do. (laughs) (laughs) It's important. Yeah, it's important for me that the listeners are aware of uh, Molly's state currently. She's double fisting her microphone and her uh, Sam Adams. So, White Christmas.
0: I'm not a huge Sam Adams person, but White Christmas is pretty good. Um, Yeah, my mic stand's broken. Thank you to my brother for using my microphone that I asked for to do covers on YouTube when I was in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somehow breaking my stand in the process, but you know what? We forge on. Um, And yeah, drinking probably will help, but maybe not. So we'll see.
1: You know what else is helpful, Molly? What, Shannon? This really great american girl doll book called secret instructions every girl should know
0: Uh, sounds great it sounds like um your bodies and yourselves or whatever the care and keeping of you molly
1: how do you not know the correct title right off the bat
0: I never owned it but um one of my well a lot of my friends owned it growing up and my friend Fiona in particular was like
1: you didn't own that and I'm like no I'm the youngest of four I didn't need that <laughs> I learned everything that I needed to from the internet <laughs> google secondhand okay quick side note about the care and keeping of you if you weren't immediately super uncomfortable during book fairs when the boys would go over and open it up and look at the pages where like the girls like growing boobs (laughs) and you start to sweat because you're like i'm growing boobs
0: (laughs) oh my god i first of all um when we had to watch the um, puberty videos for the opposite sex. Like, I don't know if you did this in elementary school, but we had to watch our own in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then in fifth grade, we had to watch each other's videos, which so awkward. I mean, I looked up the video like a few years ago because the quality of the VHS is just stunning, just <laughs> absolutely stunning. But I remember during that period – Pun intended. Um, <laughs> this song "Bleeding Love" by Leona Lewis was quite <laughs> popular. So, some um, a, a friend who was on the bus with me, he would always be like, "I keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding love every month, bleeding." And I'm, like that's just clever, but so so upsetting for a fifth grader to hear.
1: I recently read about people who had no concept of periods like giving advice or talking about periods and one of the people was like why can't women just hold it in like (laughs) like it's a burp (laughs) yeah or like pee I was just like and then on the flip side someone was like why why do they let it slowly release why can't they just release it all at once and call it a day (laughs) (laughs)
0: Sir, if I could do that, I would, but I cannot. Um, Yeah, pivoting a little bit. I also just miss a scholastic book fair. I think there was a tweet of like a year or two ago that's like, oh, do you ever miss like the smell of fall and like scholastic book fair in the air? I'm like,
1: yes. I honestly am no longer a fashion icon because I can't get my books with jewelry. (laughs) Like...
0: (laughs) I always I always really fell for that with like in the last pages of that catalog, they would have like the more like interactive type of books that came with things. Yeah. like, toys. <laughs> uh, those are those are the days I miss
1: that. You scam your parents into giving you money to you're like, it's a book when the book has maybe like a few words on it, and then it's like friendship breaking slip making materials, which was probably also made by American Girl doll. Which oh I'm sure yeah <laughs> back to <which> segways yeah <laughs> segwaying back into the every secret girl should know uh <laughs> um I'm gonna read a couple of my favorite secrets and we'll discuss as as we go yes, um <laughs> I think uh, we'll start with secret number fifteen being liked right away to make a new <sighs> friend follow five steps one smile. Others will see you God. as friendly and easy to talk to. Two. Chat. Say something nice, but put some thought into your compliments, such as, I loved the answer you gave in class. Three. Listen. Pay attention to what the person says and comment on it. Don't talk only about your interests. Hey, men, take a note of that one. <laughs> Four. Chip in. Contribute to the discussion and ask questions. If your new friend asks a question, think about how you really feel and tell her. Don't just shrug and and stare. (laughs) (laughs) When you struggle with English. Five. Care. Be a good friend. Don't gossip or say hurtful things. People like to be around sincerely nice friends.
0: Wow, that's a tough one. Um, so I do not do any of those things when I approach people. Um, I do not smile. I talk about myself. I do not compliment. Oh, this is this is some much needed advice for the old mall. Big mall over here. Big mall. Big mall coming in hot. Um interesting i think that yes i do think that's vaguely good advice for children and networking as a whole but the one that bothered me honestly was the um complimenting someone because it does not seem genuine in the way they tell you they're like oh make friends and basically like think of something you can compliment someone on and tell them that to gain their trust (laughs) and and manipulate them is what
1: I'm hearing. Okay, it's so funny that you say that because today when I was at a event for um, people that I'll be working with, I literally was talking to people and I was like, the first thing I said to them, I was like, oh my gosh, I love your outfit. Oh, oh, I like your haircut. Is Molly coming for me? (laughs)
0: Probably. It's funny because I just think of someone I went to high school with that notoriously would compliment people so that they would compliment them back. Um, So it was never, it's like, I compliments are fantastic. And I think that I am someone who will think a compliment in my head and never vocalize it. And then I'll beat myself up because I'm like, I'm such a jerk. Like I should really convey and communicate that compliment to someone. But there are times when you know people that are so nice and maybe it's genuine, but because they compliment everyone. You're like what does my compliment even mean? Yeah, I guess like like is it is it
1: genuine? I don't That's know. That's fair. I think I'm honestly I'm the drunk girl in the bathroom but all the time and not drunk. Just me being like, "Oh my gosh." Just just sober and nice.
0: <laughs> it's funny because today I um was asked if I lost weight. Um, which is a weird compliment to receive. So nice, but it made me question was I heavier at a time? Like was there a time in which do I look super thin now? Yeah. I read into I read into that one a little bit and I think
1: it's because of my haircut. <laughs> I think, uh, I really think that you should, ne- like, rule of thumb is you should never comment on anyone's weight because you never know if someone lost weight because of like medication or depression or like gain. Yeah, I'm like, um, I'm anxiety
0: ridden. So yeah, I probably did lose weight. <laughs> but like, I was like, I went, I was like, I went abroad and I like didn't eat normal food. And that was my justification.
1: Yeah. I mean, Sometimes it's just, like, there's other things that you can talk to people about, so. You're like, I am actually –
0: I gained weight because I went on birth control. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you for noticing. That's – in addition, that's how I gained boobs, like – Thank you so much. And
0: I thank you for complimenting on those as well.
1: (laughs) Which (laughs) the next secret really ties in to this one because it's called uh, secret number 47. Telling if a friend is lying. Telling the difference between a truth and a lie isn't easy. Someone who is lying may repeat your questions back to you. Did you forget my party? Did I forget your – Did you forget my (laughs) party? (laughs) Or, she may act as if she can't remember the things she should be able to remember. Why didn't you show up at the library on Saturday? I think I did show up. I can't remember. (laughs) I think I was at the library. She may make strong promises or pledges. My sister saw you at the movies with Jenny. I was not at the movies with Jenny. Cross my heart and hope to die. Or, she may... Name someone who can testify that she's honest. I think you're lying to me. I am not lying. Ask my mom. Notice body language. If she fidgets, crosses her arms, or covers her mouth to answer a question, she might be lying. On the other hand, she might just be shy. (laughs) So watch and listen carefully, and you'll figure out whether or not she's telling the truth. First of all, what a qualifier. Um,
0: She may be lying... Or maybe she's shy. They're like, "Hey, we are not liable for <laughs> <laughs> you telling someone off." So please. And also, I really enjoyed, um, like, that the mother was like yeah. the witness, like the sworn witness. Like, hey, mom. Um, like when you text your mom and you're like, "Oh my god, can you just like text me back and say I can't sleep over," and then I'll delete your text and I'll send a screenshot of that. Because I'm like, listen, my mom said she said no. I can't sleep over. Like, I'd be on the phone with my mom and be like, just say no. Just like, don't – nope, exactly. Oh, I'm
1: so sorry. I cannot sleep over this evening. It's wild. The They do get me here, though, when it's, she may make strong promises or pledges. Cross my heart and hope to die. This is my weakness. I will – if you ask me to cross my heart and hope to die, I will either rescind what I said and then tell the truth or I was already telling the truth. I will not cross my heart and hope to die if I am lying. Oh, good. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I don't. I mean, I'm
0: Irish, so I don't really get, go to that level. <laughs> I just I mean, we're both we're both of the Catholic faith, so we're not ones to we're very superstitious in that way. I'm never going to, like, swear on my mother's grave or whatever. That's not. I'm yeah, not catch that. me out here
1: not wishing for my own death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the next secret that we will be talking about is Ooh, okay something else to entice a friend is writing a joke oh, secret number one. 29 one way to invent a new joke is to follow the change the famous name formula it goes like this one choose a famous name such as cinderella two look at cinderella's name how could you change it? How about cinderella elephant? This is your punchline. Three, list two things that make up the punchline. In this case, they're Cinderella and elephant. Four, write a question that suggests the two things in your punchline without naming them. Who had big ears, weighed 7,000 pounds, and married a handsome prince? Five, put your question and punchline together. Who had big ears, weighed 7,000 pounds, and married a handsome prince? cinderella elephant. Now try one of your own. All
0: right, Shannon. Um, so, what is small, cheesy, and such a snack?
1: I don't know, Molly. What?
0: Danny Dorito.
1: <gasps> but
0: um. <laughs> oh, okay, so I appreciate. Hmm, I have so many thoughts on this one. First, that like you know what the formula does work so i get it and i do like that they're encouraging women comedy writers however this is upsetting and i think we should also i don't know if you can find it but there's another tip on like humor or like comedy or something and i remember one of one of the tips within that is like to mime doing something to like mime sharpening a pencil or something like that Uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah okay i found it secret number 42 making friends laugh making people laugh takes more planning than wearing a clown suit and a red squeaky nose to class although that's pretty funny if none of the following tips work laugh a lot anyway laughing is contagious you know so pay attention to the details most people miss why do we call blackboards black? Aren't most of them green? Oh, no. That's exciting. <laughs> Mimic or imitate the sounds and movements of real things. <laughs> we really need a new pencil sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> Three, keep jokes and stories short, or you'll give your audience time to get bored or distracted. Is it weird in here, or is it just me? <laughs> it's definitely
0: just you. <laughs> I think we identify with that part, but I do appreciate um, the keeping things concise.
1: Yeah, when now we've grown up on 140 to 280 characters and I can't digest anything more than that. Facts. That's why why I like when, yeah, when articles say like, this is a five minute read and I'm like, nice.
0: I'm like, thank you for giving me a timeline on this
1: the last tip on this one is make fun of yourself making fun of others isn't funny (laughs) I would love to get to the point if I only could reach it okay but also like stop roasting
0: yourself like just (laughs) have some like self-esteem
1: I think but that's honestly millennial humor is just self-deprecation and they really hit the nail on this on the head from this little book Mm. uh i'm gonna name just like some of the other secrets and i'm not gonna read them but just so you get an idea of some other other things in here secret number 38 attracting birds to a bird bath secret number 39 making making vacuuming fun uh secret uh secret number number 23 being alone but not lonely
0: okay Let's read, let's read that one.
1: Being alone but not lonely. Mm-hmm. Nobody can be a better friend to you than you. Aww. So spend so spend time alone, write a fan letter. <laughs> Corbin Blue. <laughs> read a book. Make a meal for your family. <laughs>
0: You know how I feel about this one. If you're making a meal for your family, you are not
1: alone. Well, I guess the idea is you make the meal, then retire to your chambers.
0: <laughs> you present the meal to them, and then
1: you <laughs> leave like Ebenezer Scrooge or something. You bow your way out. Thank you, like a house elf. Yeah, you're like thank you. Uh, write a song. <laughs> Practice handstands. <laughs> That's that's a good Saturday night. We're we're sit and think, which is what we do all the time. So how can we hate? get to know yourself better? How? (laughs) No tips, no guidance on that one. That's up to you. And then secrets 16 through uh, 20 are all about calculating different pets' age pets ages in human years so you got uh, a cat you got a horse you have a dog yeah. a guinea pig I, a parrot i own a horse <laughs> when okay let's just talk about how as much as i love american girl dolls i was never an american girl doll girl i love the catalogs and things like that but they are so expensive and they're not accessible for everyone and also it's just a little contradictory in my opinion that they're not made in america like what the heck
0: wake up america sheeple (laughs) you're sheeple um yeah i mean my thing i just i think i have some knowledge gaps honestly because i i played with some mainstream toys growing up but like my sister had an american girl doll but that was about it for me and it never appealed i like that there was one also named molly and she's also kind of a nerd um but like i spent most of my time playing dance dance revolution um and also playing like toy like hunting project projecting deer on the wall shooting games with my brothers so like I don't really know what your childhood was like, but that was kind of mine.
1: Molly. Uh, In addition to, like, yeah. That statement right there, the, oh, like, I was playing shooting games on the wall with my brothers. That is such a, like, it would be a statement in one of those movies where they're, like, she, like, the girl does, like, karate, which Molly is a black belt, by the way, but... yeah quick shout out but the girl does like karate and they're like (laughs) and they're like oh my god how did you learn how to do karate and she's like i have 17 brothers
0: (laughs) yeah it's not like a it's not like a i'm not like the other girls thing it's like i have 17 brothers Yeah, because me and, like, me and my brother Max used to play kickball with just the two of us, and we'd have invisible men on bases. <laughs> like, that's
1: that's what my childhood was like. I was definitely, um, I wasn't, like, a Barbie girl. I really liked Bratz, despite the fact that. Most people were like, "Oh, they're so ugly." I liked Bratz. Baby. I like the Bratz, like DVDs and stuff. I enjoyed their multimedia. Yeah, they pro- Barbie produced amazing content. Uh stands the test of time. The bar. Everyone has a favorite Barbie movie, and mine is Shirley Barbie and the Nutcracker. Um, I, she like ends up with the Nutcracker, and she has she's hot for the Nutcracker, and like I kind of get that, you know. <laughs> I um, could not name a Barbie movie at
0: all. Barbie Princess in the Um, Popper? Barbie Swan Lake? I'm like, I I know what the covers of them maybe look like. I never watched them. But um, I would say, can I say I liked the My Scene DVDs? Oh my god, wow. I just
1: physically felt my body transform to a nine-year-old. Ugh. Just some great just some great
0: online content too and games. Like just like ugh. fellas, ladies love dressing up dolls. Like I'm sorry, but if there's any kind of makeover situation online, we're doing it because there's nothing like seeing a doll go from a two to an eleven. Hey!
1: If I had an air horn, I'd put it in right now. But like, yes, dress up games, oh my listen, as you're listening to this podcast right now, you know, you might be driving in your car or working at NASA or or playing with dolls. Yeah. But no. take a break and go online and go and play some makeover dress up games because they are therapeutic. And it's cheaper than a therapist too. So I mean, get get it all out so, and, and, and definitely as effective. Of course, Ab- absolutely. Of course. Seeking of absolutely. online games, I've been watching—I don't know why—Club Penguin videos lately. <laughs> like like walkers. I don't know. <laughs> Like tutorials. Um, it actually, Miriam sent them to me, and no shout out to her because she's annoying and won't listen to this podcast. Sorry, those are that's a comma and not Max. reason. That's not why she's annoying. Important to note that Miriam is my. It's just like yeah, yeah, Miriam is my 14 uh, year old sister, and she is raging against the machine. <laughs> but she sent me videos. Yeah, she's
0: she's feeling it. <laughs> When you look at her, she wants to just die, you know, and that's how I what I
1: feel. Yeah, but she sent me. That's the age. It's the mood. It's absolutely true. I mean, honestly, you just continue to feel that through rest th- throughout the rest of your life. But you you get to manage it more. Uh, but she sent me Club Penguin videos, like this guy talking about ye- the yester years of Club Penguin, and I really like. I watched it, and I really yearn for peak club penguin time because it's not they got rid of it for a mobile app and my penguin was named shannon one i was iconic i had a lot of money and i I played a lot of games so did you prefer club penguin over webkins um I, yeah, I loved, I loved Club Penguin and Webkinz to some extent was elitist. So back to the bourgeoisie.
0: You know what? That's so, you know what? You just kind of like cracked it open for me. That's why I detest Webkinz because it's so elitist and I just need to be alt all the time. But I also love penguins, so like I just love the vibe a lot more. And with Club Penguin, you were able to play like secret agent, like kind of games that were much more like problem solving. It was more like logical stuff, which I enjoy a lot more. Um, I liked, and what was what was so funny about Club Penguin in my experience with it is that my dad made my account. So he put it on super super oh, safe chat, chat me. mode. Yeah. So I couldn't type. I had pre-selected phrases <laughs> so that I wasn't abducted by a stranger online, and it was like meet me down by the igloo, yeah. and that was like all I could say. But um, I loved it. I really enjoyed it—the social aspect and like the game aspect all around. And I only had like one puffle. It just like wasn't like a, it wasn't like a Kim Kardashian like game. The celebrity game that she has. I wasn't like trying to be an A list celeb. I just. Really yeah, because you could be an average person on life. Club
1: Penguin, except honestly, thinking about it again, Club Penguin was also slightly elitist because if you had a membership, you could get extra stuff and cooler things and whatever. And those micro transactions really add up. But also, my favorite thing is that adults think that they can stop children from being inappropriate or like or filtering things. But people would get around the like limitations of chat by just using words <laughs> and using the first letter of each word to spell things out. So instead of like typing ass and then getting mm-hmm. banned for 24 hours, you'd type like apple and then soup soup and everyone <laughs> would get it. Like, LOL. Where there's a will, there's a way,
0: I suppose, is the argument to be had here. And kids are going to do what they want no matter what.
1: Exactly. And they're the future, so better that they figure out now how to get around things than (laughs) facts. When you got to scan the system early so you aren't tired and dead.
0: Yeah. You know, just rebel. Rage against the
1: dying of the light. I think uh, I'll give you one more fact here because I think it's on brand with the holiday season, everyone. So happy holidays. Um, Secret number 32, dealing with a bad gift. No gift is worth ruining a friendship over. If you receive a horrible present from a friend, be tactful. Find one thing you like about the gift and offer a sincere thanks. Oh, purple is my favorite color. If you can't think of anything, thank the friend. But don't overdo thanking her or you won't sound sincere.
0: So this is timely because we're exchanging gifts in a matter of days. Sure. Um, and I hope that we both employ this tactic in its full use. Um, wow. I just, I don't
1: know about this. Can I give my gift giving advice? Yeah, Sure. I love giving gifts. Um, This is probably my most Leslie Nope like quality, but it people who think that they can't, they're not good at giving gifts or like whatever. It you just need to take like ten minutes to really think about the person. Like, are they a student? Are they into movies? Like, think about these things and make the connections into other things like have they expressed an interest in twilight and then if you don't want to be a basic <laughs> bitch and get them like a, a twilight poster or a twilight book you can think oh what if i got them claire de tw- sh- exactly it's not it's
0: <laughs> claire de on
1: cd just one song just that yep yeah. or it a is. whole or a whole piano because Piano lessons too, but but honestly though, like these are things that would be great gifts for a Twilight fan. Oh, absolute facts! Um, and then also, my next question for Molly though is: seeking of bad gifts, what is the worst gift you've ever received?
0: Oh man, I wish I had time to prepare for this one. Um honestly, most of the time, this, this is, this is rough because I hope no one is listening to this that shouldn't be, but, like, oftentimes the worst gifts I get are, like, jewelry, um, because if it's something, if it's jewelry that's maybe specific to me as a person or, like, is very thoughtful in terms of what I enjoy, then, like, maybe, but if you know me, like, you know that I really don't like bracelets or necklaces or anything like that like I wear two rings and everyone knows that about me um and I wear a watch so like I think jewelry is a big one because it's making most of the time for me it's just like the really stereotypically girly Mm -hmm. gifts that people assume a girl would want whereas I just don't often conform to like that kind of genre of like Clothing and. um <laughs> So for me. It's like if you understand that. If you demonstrate an understanding that I like comfort. And I like things. That pertain to my personality. When it comes to like outerwear. And all that stuff. Then like you demonstrate an understanding of me. Um, like for Secret Santa this year. My friend Claire. Who we, we lived together. But we just met in September. She got me a candle with a pug on it. And she got me a sticker of Danny DeVito and she got me pug socks. And I'm like, you get it. Like you understand the things that I'm like outspoken about in my own life. Cause I'm not closeted about the things that I enjoy. Um, So that's the kind of thing I like really appreciate. I don't get upset about gifts ever um, because I always hold myself to maybe a higher standard for my friends and like my knowledge of them. Because I feel that gift giving is a demonstration of yeah. like, your knowledge of a person, um so I don't always expect it in return, but like I said, the jewelry thing is usually the most commonly disappointing gift where I'm like, uh just like or like a floral scarf, maybe because I'm like, I don't wear yeah floral patterns i I'd say those are the, those are my two have you um, do you have one in mind?
1: The one that probably sticks out first, like without thinking about it, is uh, my mom got me bumpets one year. I just don't know why. <laughs> I think we uh, all got bumpets. If anyone year. doesn't know what a bumpet is, um, I, I if we harken bump-it. back to the days of when Snooky was at her peak, iconic uh, mm-hmm. state, they decided to capitalize on her hairdo which was essentially a beehive but not a beehive because it didn't go off yeah more just a poof which it was called the poof and so the bump it would aid you in that it was a little piece of like plastic that you would put Mm. on your attached to your head and then put your hair over it like a comb over and there you were ready to go looking good um
0: it was a little um it was a little crescent moon apparatus and like the best thing about it is that you're supposed to kind of tease your hair to like go around it but if you didn't have super thick hair you could like visibly see like the <laughs> <Yeah>. deformed
1: bump <laughs> the tumor on your head Another gift though is that Honestly, I'm like not sure. I feel like I coerced my middle school boyfriend into buying me a necklace uh and to like so that I could wear it and so it would show that we were like a couple or a who knows what. Yeah, I think Together. it was from Kohl's and it like it's just not a good necklace and I you know, at the end of the day like the Important thing out of that was that I got some good music wrecks out of my middle school relationship. So when I yeeted his necklace into the trash after I broke up with him, it was all fine.
0: We get it. You broke <laughs> up with him, Shannon. And you threw in. Sorry, Sorry, um, I'm a big deal. You know... Me and all my middle school boyfriends. <laughs> when,
1: okay, here's the thing. I was thinking about this en route to my home today on the bus, and I was like, girls be like, when girls get boyfriends, they be like, my boyfriend. It, you could be doing anything. Like, you could be, I don't know, eating Cheetos. They'd be like, oh, did you know that um, my boyfriend likes Cheetos? Yes. Or you'd be like, I don't know, wiping your ass. They're like, my boyfriend wipes his ass. <laughs>
0: My, my boyfriend uses fifty percent less toilet paper than I do because he's a boy. <laughs> no, that that bothers me too. Um, just like keep not, it private. Not, I don't know. Not even like
1: the, the like oversharing. Just like they have to drop that they like have a man's, and you're just like okay, or like go ahead. may I, may I
0: say I meant like keep that you have a boyfriend <laughs> private, not like your bath. <laughs> I meant, like, not your bathroom practices. <laughs> I literally just meant, like, okay, like, you have a boyfriend. I, I, I understand being excited about it, but we're, we're too old. And I don't know. Even, like, the Facebook <sighs> recognition of relationship culture, I don't think it's necessary at this point. That's my perspective. Maybe I'm more private. Um, but, like... It is kind of weird when people do like their life announcements on Facebook now. I don't think I would put a relationship status on Facebook. I might be
1: I might be well, a hypocrite. But it's just something. If any that one really of our listeners necessary. wants to wife Molly up so we can find out if she's going to change her Facebook relationship status, I mean that's a fun experiment that I think we should partake in. So if all two and a half of our listeners <laughs> Two and a half. If 0. 0.5 of you <laughs> wants to propose to me,
0: then we can make a Facebook official. But I'll, we'll settle for nothing more than marriage. So, oh. army men, let's go. That would be a quick turnaround, Shannon. Oh, yeah. take me I like, mean, two days. Get
1: invited to that uh, army military ball. Get yourself a man. And you're set. And that's that.
0: Honestly... The only reason I would want to date a military man – okay, this sounds – no, this sounds – I need to be a little careful in what I say. This is totally facetious, and I don't mean this, but, like, part of the reason I would date a military man um, outside of my current personal life is that I could go to the ball and just, like, look absolutely yeah. stonking. Like, I would just look that's, great. I
1: think that's the biggest uh, letdown of adult life thus far is that there aren't as many balls mm. – <laughs> There aren't as many balls as I would There aren't as many balls as I would hope. <laughs> <as> <laughs> yeah. I would hope.
0: yeah, no, I mean, we should just go to
1: the opera sometime. Um, I, but people don't get, not to be that person that says, oh, things aren't like they used to, but I feel like people actually don't get as dressed up. For going out events, like fancy events, like maybe not necessarily the opera, but like shows and things like that. And I want to wear a gown. Who's taking me to an event that I can wear a gown to? I'm, I'm honestly laughing so hard. And not to like drag Miriam,
0: your younger sister, again, but we were literally talking last night about this. And Miriam was in a super cute outfit, like around the house. And I'm like, oh, look at my outfit. I'm wearing like a crew neck sweatshirt and sweatpants. And she's like, oh, that's what I wear to school. (laughs) And I'm like, so when you're home, you dress nice for yourself. But when you go out into the world, you dress like that. And I remember wearing like L.L. Bean slippers, like all of my senior year of high school. So I'm not one to talk, but my perspectives have since changed. Um, And I always feel a little uncomfortable when I overdress in like professional settings, but I'd rather be that way than
1: not. Yeah, so you would say overall that you'd rather be overdressed than underdressed.
0: Yeah, that's what my mom. That's what my mom has always said. Just like you'd rather make other people feel <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, and my mom's saying goes as follows. And maybe we should end on this note. Um, it's always better to be looked over than overlooked. A Mama bridge, and I mean that in the most feminist sense. Thank you.
1: All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Mediocre Expectations. Um, And this episode will transcend time and space, I'm sure.
0: But even so, happy holidays um, in the upcoming holiday season. And make sure to give us a follow on Twitter. Or um, send us an email. I can't remember our email to be frank. Our
1: email is Mediocre Expectations, but one E shared between mediocre and expectations at gmail.com. Please also uh, l- give us a rating on Apple Podcasts because we yeah. really need that. Just for our, honestly for our own self-esteem and validation. Like Literally nothing's going to happen if we don't get uh, a rating. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that, um, and if you want to review us, do that, but please, nice words only, don't drag us to um, but yeah, I think that's, that's it from us. So, uh, kisses
1: to the new year, kisses to the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys.